Entrepreneurs can get stuck in their head. If you dream of changing the world, but you're not sure where to start, the Add Value to Entrepreneurs podcast will help you transform your life and business. This podcast is for entrepreneurs who want more freedom and fulfillment from their work so they can live the life that they desire. You deserve it, and it is possible. It's time for you to add value. This episode is brought to you by Perfect Publishing. Perfect Publishing is a different approach to publishing a book. Perfect Publishing is sharing a project of hope. We carefully chose heroes of hope who exemplify living a life they created through faith, hope, patience, and persistence. No matter what page you open to in this mini cube of hope, you will find a leader with a big heart. You see you are not alone. The authors may share similar challenges that only hope and action could resolve. Get your free ebook at getadoseofhope.com. Get a dose of hope.com. Today's guest is Mary Catherine Johnson. Mary Catherine's a business and automation futurist. As an experienced conversational marketing agency owner and conversational design strategist and mentor, MKJ has helped hundreds of freelancers, technicians, and entrepreneurs move their mindset while increasing profits through automation. Nicknamed Chatbot Mom by her community, MKJ is a mindset impact strategic catalyst helping innovative entrepreneurs focus. Using her 19 years of online business expertise, she helps entrepreneurs create massive impact and profits through her mischief success plan. Mary Catherine Johnson and Robert talk about her journey, starting with t-shirts celebrating pregnancy. When her first business floundered, she went through an identity crisis before starting over and learned more about marketing and online funnels, which led her to create automation tools for the marketing process Today, she empowers and teaches others how to build their business through her courses and podcasts. Well, Mary Catherine, thank you so much for joining me today. I am just so excited to have this conversation and learn about your entrepreneurial journey and how you're helping others. Thank you so much. I, I am so very privileged and happy to be here and sharing any pieces of insight with my crazy past that might help anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, so typically, I just start each episode sharing the journey right and so how you got into entrepreneurship and uh in in your case i think it's kind of exciting i appreciate that uh yeah it's well if you call falling down when i was eight months pregnant uh and breaking both legs uh exciting then you you've got it yes i uh, actually my entrepreneurial journey started with parenthood or at least that was the impetus for me to uh, to get into entrepreneurship. My first pregnancy, it uh, took us a year to be get pregnant, then we had a miscarriage, then it took us another year to get pregnant, then we had another miscarriage. And so I kept thinking, man, this is like the toughest class in high school I've ever taken. Uh, and uh, so finally, when we got one to stick, uh, my oldest son, um, during my pregnancy with that, I just had this idea to create a shirt that had a fall semester report card on it. And in that report card, I took two courses in that class, that uh, particular semester. And the first one was pregnancy 101. And I finally got an A plus. And the second one was pregnancy prevention 101. And I finally failed that. So I took that design and basically went to got a blank shirt at Target, blank white shirt, went to a sports shop where they put numbers on jerseys and said, Hey, can you put this on this? And they said, sure. And I wore that around everywhere. And the response I got was absolutely overwhelming. Mm. People coming up to me asking me, where did you get that? And, and I just proceeded to tell them how they could make it like I did. And they're like looking at me blank stares like, I don't want to make it. I want to buy it. I'm like, ding, 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 ding. What? You want to buy something I made? Really? Um, and then I proceeded to go into early labor with him. And then life took over and got all cattywampus and who knows what. And I put that shirt away because I was no longer pregnant, had the baby, everything was wonderful and crazy with your first child. And then my second child, uh, I get pregnant and I take that shirt back out and get the exact same response. And I'm like, all right, the universe is telling me something. And um, I proceeded then, unfortunately, to at eight months pregnant, fall and break both my legs. And through that situation, <laughs> trying to take care of my newborn, actually go through labor and delivery with casts up to the knee on both legs, 
my husband held one leg up and my the nurse held the other leg up so I could push the baby out. And I didn't get the cast off until uh, about three months later. And after through that whole process, I basically at the end of it went, man, if I can do this with my sense of humor intact, I can do anything. And Mommy Loves was born. I dove in, tried to figure it all out. And that was in 2003. So from 1998, hear me, people, 1998 to 2003, I sat on this idea and just, oh, you know, I'm not ready. I'm doing this. And it's true. I'm not chastising myself. Uh, life does play a part. But um, finally, 2003, I, I was really, it felt like I was being pulled by the throat. And, I, and it just was not an option to not do this. And so I did. And that was what? Almost 20 years later. Oh my gosh. Next year, it's 20 years. <laughs> Congratulations. That's Thank very you. exciting. Thank you. It's been, it's been amazing ever since. So, so first business was the t-shirt. Yep. And then yep. where do we go from there? Yeah, it was novelty maternity shirts, um, like sayings on the front that said, don't touch it kicks, you know, things like that. Um, and then 2008 hit. So, of course, if everyone's old enough, they know what happened in 2008. <laughs> we had a recession and craziness. And uh, so I here's here's my first um, huge lesson in entrepreneurship. Up until that point, from 2003 to 2008, it was nowhere but up. I mean, every year, doubled revenue, doubled revenue, doubled revenue. And, of course, I was doing everything myself, right? I was a what I considered to be a superhero solo entrepreneur and very proud of it. Thank you very much. Um, and had many limitations because I only had so much time. But uh, 2008 hit, uh, things started dropping by half every year. And I just looked at myself like I'm doing something wrong. I've just got to change. I've just got to um, add a line of, of designs with Swarovski crystals, right? I mean, I did the opposite of what most people who are, you know, knowledgeable about business would probably say. And I, I increased my prices and increased exclusivity and increased my costs and consequently was in about $60,000 worth of debt. Um, and just with this dying business and, um, my wonderful accountant said, uh, as I was crying, trying to figure out taxes and things that, uh, I think this was 2011 by that time, he just looked at me and said, why are you holding on to this dying business? And of course I'm bawling like, you know, and I basically responded because if it fails, then I fail. Ooh. And he said some of the wisest words I've ever heard, which is, you are not your business. Mm -hmm. And so I, that light bulbs went on again. I'm like, oh, you're right. And I proceeded to give him a big sloppy wet kiss because he also happens to be my husband and uh, said, okay, well, now what? And so we liquidated my 401k, paid off air, all debts, uh, sold much of the equipment that I was using and just automated everything. And then I turned around and did what I loved to do best, which is technology, figuring out how to solve problems, solve puzzles, figure out what's the best way to do something. And I dove into like click funnels and lead pages and MailChimp and all these and membership sites and Kajabi when it first came out. And just uh, people, I also started a podcast. And so most of my podcast guests became clients and I helped them. Um, my podcast was Parent Entrepreneur Power. So I was helping parents build businesses just like I had. And, uh, and so then they asked me to take over some of the marketing for them because uh, they were getting too big. And so I said, sure. And I took over marketing and all the tech marketing, like I said, lead pages and things like that. And, and then 2017 hits and um, chatbots come onto the scene. And I, um, I couldn't believe that I could communicate with prospects and have 80% of them open my messages and 60% of them click through to my sales page. That was just like dreamland in marketing. And it, it's actually true even to this day still in chatbots. And so I dove into chatbots and I learned about it from Andrew Warner in a course called Bot Academy. And um, let's see, that was 2017. So um, 
three years later in 2020, um, Andrew Warner asked me to take over Bot Academy for him and uh, bring it into the 21st century. And I did, and it's just been a blast. And now I teach people how to have conversational marketing and do strategy and tactics and development of their conversations for their, their audience. And I do that for clients and wake up every day having interesting conversations with extraordinary people. Oh, such fun. That's it. That's all I want to do every day. <laughs> have conversations with interesting people doing extraordinary things. And uh, life is good. That's fantastic. Well, I like how you, I mean, obviously went from automation and, and understanding, you know, automation, click funnels and, and, uh, and now, you know, using chatbots, messenger funnels um, at the ultimate communication level, right? Yes. Being able to, to communicate authentically and, and, and create, you know, conversation, which is, you know, what everybody's craving. <laughs> and all in an automated way until a human needs to come in. I mean, I'm not saying automation needs to get rid of humans, <laughs> um, but you can automate that early stuff that is labor intensive for us as humans. And then when they acknowledge that, yes, they are a potential person that we can help in our world, uh, then a human takes over. Oh, yeah, so powerful. So so let's talk about um, character and, and authenticity in, in in that sales funnel process. Um, you know, Facebook, if you have been in this world at all and even hearing about or possibly using yourself any kind of chatbots, Facebook uh, cracked down on its usage because so many spammy marketers were just sending crazy messages, not caring about uh, the subscriber on the other end and how they felt or what they got. And then, of course, Facebook had to crack down on it and start limiting our ability to use this. And um, that's always the case. There are always going to be those people who take advantage of certain things. But those of us who uh, don't do that are still in the game. Most of those people who were spammy, they're on to the next thing where they think they can just make a million quick. That That's it's just the way humans are. So it's fine. Let them go find the next latest and greatest thing that's going to just make them all kinds of money with little effort. Um, and let the rest of us who actually want to make the world a better place with either our own products and services or our clients' products and services, then we'll still find ways to use technology to do that very thing. Make the world a better place, not just make money. Money is a consequence of that. But if you are and and getting down deep into it uh, much more, Robert, if you are actually speaking uh, with the tone, with the uh, words, with a persona, with the style of communication that your prospects need, which shows that you are in their head, you understand them better than anyone else does. If you're speaking from that perspective, no matter what technology you use, you will touch a nerve you will hit exactly what that prospect needs when they re when they need it and they will find you they will respond to you but with these chatbots we can now do that in a way there's okay this is the first show i'm doing with this new feature that just came out with chatbots um i've been in the beta test with facebook for about the past 4 months for this new feature called ntn and this NTN is allowing us to get permission from our subscribers uh, to message them either in one of three ways, either daily for 30 days or weekly for three months or monthly for a full year. And we can send them any message related to the topic that they said they're interested in over any of those three categories, any of those three timelines, which allows us to open back up to messaging daily. So this mean, what this means for most of my authentic clients who actually want to change the world with their products and, and their prospects is they can now do challenges without worry about their bot being shut down or Facebook being schizophrenic and saying they're doing something wrong, right? Which happened to us all in 2020 and 2021, believe me. Every single one of my clients got their bots shut down for no reason. We were doing nothing wrong, but the algorithm was so sensitive during the um, elections and uh, during COVID that it was just crazy. It didn't matter what you did. 
So now we can do we can message daily. So lots of my clients do challenges or webinars or quizzes, and now we can deliver that conversation and respond to that conversation outside of 24 hours, outside of just that first message and continue nurturing people and giving them more content, more value, more information to uh, increase that know, like, and trust or decide if we are the ones that have what it is they're looking for. So yeah, the authenticity is absolutely key. Not only that, come on, we got to go to bed at night and sleep like a baby. We don't want to, we don't want to feel sleazy and yucky because we're just trying to force people to do something or sell something to someone. So yeah, authenticity to me is like minimum viable standard. <laughs> okay. That's great. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so let's talk about connection. Obviously you're, you're creating a first level connection with, with your bots, but connection is so important in, in all of our entrepreneurial. And you mentioned earlier that, you know, you were the super entrepreneur, super, super mom, trying to do it all on your own. When did you realize that you could outsource, that you could, that you could add, add help, that you could, you know, hire others to do, to do the things you don't like to do? You know, it took, it, you know, I'm, I'm a hard headed Italian, so it took me a while. Um, <laughs> but no, seriously, uh, when I finally, two things were major shifts for me. And um, I've now used these two things to great effect to grow my business and, again, impact lots more people beyond just me. When I'm a superhero solo entrepreneur, I'm really just impacting people as just me. And, and, and you don't go beyond yourself at all. It really is just you. So basically, all you did was create a job for yourself, which is cool. At that time, that was all I wanted. That's all I knew how to do. That was fine. I was raising my kids. I'd work it, you know, till two in the morning, whatever. That's fine. When 2017 and this whole chatbot thing hit hit me, um, I was also someone who would just teach myself, right? I would dive in and learn something and figure it out and just do it. Well, that takes time. And I knew when these chatbots hit, I would not have that time. I would not be able to be in the forefront of this new tool unless I found someone who could teach me how to do it instead of me figuring it out on my own. And so that's when I went to Andrew Warner's Bot Academy. And, and if I didn't sign up immediately because it was very scary and uh, I didn't want to spend $2,500 on something. I'd never spent that kind of money for a course ever. Um, and uh, I, I just said, if I don't do this, I'm going to be behind. And that, that FOMO made me do it and find the money. And I actually sold, I went out to my community and asked people what they were working on. And I found two people to pay me to build a bot for them before I even knew how to do it. So I had pre-sold two chatbots at $1,000 each. And uh, that's really how I proved to myself that this was going to work, that I was going to be able to do this. So that's the first thing that made me change my feelings and attitudes about entrepreneurship and go beyond myself. And then the second thing was at the end of that year, 2017, I had too many clients. I couldn't, I was not having, I mean, too many, not like I was making millions, nowhere near, but for me by myself, trying to customize these solutions and build them because they are technical. So it's not like you just get it done in an hour. Um, I, I was running out of time. And the second thing I did uh, that was a huge stretch for me was hire an admin. And just like with uh, joining the course, there was a, a part of this course that uh, part of Bot Academy where there was a refundable deposit. So I had to just talk to myself. We all talk to ourselves. So I talked to myself and said, okay, well, you know, it's not that bad because, you know, if it doesn't work out, I can, I could just get a refund and uh, just no, no harm, no foul. I, I had that out, right? I needed that out for myself. With the admin, and of course I didn't use that out for the course. I just went all in because it was like, yeah, this is going to work. And it did. But for the admin, the thing I told myself was I could just maybe use her or him maybe three hours a week, three hours a week. And I'm calculating, right? We all count. We, we know our bottom line. We know how much we make. So I'm calculating, okay, three hours a week at, gosh, even if she charges me $20 an hour. I mean, that's what? That's $60 a week? $60. Okay. I can do $60 a week. Come on. And so that's what I told myself to get through that. And 
So I went to my community. Hey, I'm looking maybe for an admin who has somebody that might be good that I could talk to. One of my, here's the biggest part of, of what I've done in, in communication um, and uh, in outreach for uh, entrepreneurship um, and um, uh, basically relationship building. And that is your network. So I had accidentally created this network. I didn't, I was in a podcast, so I just connected with some incredible people like Ryan Levesque of the Ask Method or Pat Flynn of Smart Passive Income or John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneurs on Fire. I mean, all these people in the beginning stages because I was podcasting in 2014 and I just had them in my network accidentally because I had interviewed them. Brilliant. And so I just, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I swear, I wish I could be brilliant enough to do this by design, but I didn't. I'm going to be honest, I didn't. Um, but but I just went out to my network and said, hey, I need an admin. And um, they recommend, a couple people got recommended and I got a couple people on a call and one gal just was like, oh my gosh, slam dunk. Uh, her name is Sam. And she came on for, again, a couple hours a week, mainly doing contracts or, or um customizing my agreements, um, and starting out my onboarding process for clients. And that quickly became, uh, she quickly became an indispensable, uh, almost full-time employee very quickly. Well, very, I mean, like we're talking a COO, within, right? A and that's exactly what she became. She became my, uh, I didn't know it at the time, but if you've read the book, Rocket Fuel, I was the, I was the, uh, visionary and she was absolutely the integrator. And she has since I've helped her create her own business, which is even better than networking with people to come into mine, but to actually help her uh, really achieve her dreams. I don't expect people to just stay with me and be uh, me, be the Lord and master of everyone who's got to work for me. No, I mean, this is, this is, this is life. This is raising all of us up. So uh, yes, she was my COO, my integrator and uh, just very quickly, that fear of, oh, I only need three, maybe three hours a week went to, forget this, man, let's go. Look at how much time this saves me. Look at how much more money I can make because I'm doing the things I absolutely love. Uh, yeah. It, it, but now, if you, now need, you need three of her or four of her. Or oh, I, yeah. I, I've, I've gone way beyond that. This was 2017. Now we're, we're talking about um, bot builders and because I have, because I'm, I took over Bot Academy. Most of my students actually end up fulfilling the work on the projects that I bring in, uh, because I know they know how to do it. Um, I'm not going to go hire someone as a, um, you know, freelancer. I'm going to take the people I know I've trained that do incredible work and ask them if they want to work with me on a particular project. Um, again, so we all rise up. Yeah, win-win. Yeah, yeah it, it's easy. yeah. But once you reach that, once you get over that that fear of letting go. Cause it was, I was, I was completely um, insecure and arrogant at the same time. Like I'm the only one who can do this. I'm, I'm it. The end all be all cats me out. I'm the only one who does that. Oh, that was oh, so much baloney. It was just so much baloney. And once I got over that and went, no, somebody else might be able to. And of course I was forced to, otherwise I wasn't going to be able to sleep. Um, and then I realized there are people out there that are way smarter than I could ever be. And I am very, very fortunate to know them. Mm. Well, and you can hire them and partner with them and, and you both win and you can work in your wheelhouse. They can work in their wheelhouse. And guess what? Both wheelhouses are really powerful together. And we teach, we, we reach so many more people together than we ever could separately. Mm. Love that. So you mentioned your accidental network and the power of that network to, for resources, um, what other ways has having a network been valuable for growing your business? Um, well, you mentioned one thing a minute ago, partnering, right? Um, when we partner with other people and they have a particular uh, tool or talent uh, that we don't, or that is complementary to what we do, um, it, it just creates such amazing opportunities for people. So one of the things was um, people who are in my world, in especially the Facebook ecosystem, um, I've partnered with many people who do Facebook ads, <laughs> Facebook ads and Instagram ads. Um, so we help each other. They have clients who they're doing ads for that also need conversational design. And I have clients who also need more lead generation through ads. So I've partnered with and been able to engage with so many incredible 
uh, agency owners and powerful people that have, again, Facebook ads are like a complete black box with tar and feathers inside. And <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere near it. So <laughs> just, I really don't. It stinks. It's yucky. I don't want to have anything to do with it. So I'm, I'm right there with you. I, uh, not only is it this black box of tar and feathers, it consumes money. Like <laughs> It is a money eating little monster. And That's if you it. don't know what you're doing with it, it will just take your wallet All of and it. chew it up. <laughs> All of it, all of it. Yep. Yes. And uh, so that's one way is partnering with with like-minded people who have the same outlook on life, want to help people become better at whatever it is they're wanting to become better at and uh, and have amazing talents that I don't and being able to bring uh, success to both of our businesses. But I think the biggest, the biggest uh, effect that networking has had on my business and me personally is being able to use my network to join masterminds mm. uh, and mentorship programs that have really helped me accomplish the number one goal, the number one skill that actually is the, the main thing you need to create success as an entrepreneur. Ready for what this is? Mindset shifts. <laughs> it, it's, it's, that's it. It, you can learn any task you want anywhere. YouTube is free. There are all kinds of videos to teach you how to do anything you want to do. You don't have to go to Bot Academy to learn how to build chatbots. Absolutely not. There are free courses out there. There's YouTube channels, everything. What you come to Bot Academy for is mindset shifts that'll help you actually become a successful entrepreneur, a successful CEO, not a freelancer going from job to job. If that's what you want at the time, more power to you. But if you want to progress to becoming a CEO and doing all the things that Robert and I have just been talking about, hiring people, um, going out beyond being a superhero, solo entrepreneur, those kinds of things. You must find someone who's been there before you and can show you the way without you having to just jump in all the landmines that are waiting for you. And that's the biggest thing that my network has done. I've gone from mastermind to mastermind, met people at conferences, were absolutely blown away by what they do and then join their mastermind. And they've helped me catapult beyond where all those obstacles underneath and learn from their mistakes um, and then grow. And that's really, Robert, the biggest thing that, uh, that, that my network has done for me. So powerful. I love, love that. First of all, my book is titled the entrepreneur mindset shift, which is, <laughs> so yes. I, I love mindset shifts. And so that's fantastic, but also love masterminds and the power of being in a room and, and just, for me, there's the, the power of borrowed belief, right? Ooh, you, that's you're a in a room one. and you realize that these people will all breathe and eat and put on clothes the same way that I do. And if, and if they can do this, then, well, golly gee, I ought to be able to do it too. And I, I got to tell you, I was a little more graphic in my statement in the sense that I say, uh, typically, they all have to sit on the pot and do their business and wipe just like I do. So they're no different than I am. Um, however, they have been somewhere I haven't. Mm. And because they've been there um, and they've usually learned it the hardware way, or they could have learned from someone else who had also been there. I don't care. Either way, they've tested out whatever framework they got from someone else and they've made it work for themselves. And so if they did, then I can take that framework or their framework, the way they tweaked it and tweak it for myself too. And mindset shifts are the number one. The, the things that I do, um, I had to think one day because people are at, they're asking me, are you a coach? Are you a mentor? Do you, do you just offer online courses? And I had to think, you know, I'm not really any one of all those things. I'm, and I put down all the words that describe what I do. And I came up with an acronym that fits perfectly. And it's called mischief. Because that's, that's just the way I am. My husband asks me every, every night um, when I leave my office and go out into the, into the kitchen to start dinner. He says, well, did you stay out of mischief today? And I'm like, no way. Why would I? Um, and it stands for something. It's because I am a mindset, impact, strategic catalyst, helping innovative entrepreneurs focus. Oh, that is so good. That's what I do. And because I am a catalyst, I'm absolutely someone that when I talk to someone, there is always 
a change, a shift that happens. I'm a catalyst for change. And uh, as you can tell, I don't usually mince words. I'm going to say it like it is. And, uh, and you know, the people who want to hear that, we get together. The people who don't, we don't. <laughs> it's just It's simple. a pretty big planet, so. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we will be right back after this short break. This episode is sponsored by the newly released book, Dream Life Planner, Move from Tired and Overwhelmed to Free and Empowered by Noelle L. Peterson available on Amazon, or you can order a personalized signed copy at empower, E-M-P-O-W-E-R, to dream.com. That's empower, number two, dream.com. If you enjoy the show, please like and subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends. Welcome back. Let's get back to more greatness. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of sense in working with the people that that don't connect. And yeah. And and that's that's the the challenge for so many, right? That the idea of niching down, the idea of choosing, the idea of working with the people that you want to work with. Um, but the truth is, in those first couple of years, when you're figuring it out, you hire, you, you take on these clients because they have a credit card, and and they make you miserable. They make you not want to be an entrepreneur anymore. They make you want make you want to quit because they don't do the things you recommend for them. They don't they they're not in on them, you know, for themselves. But yet they're still paying you. And of course, you like eating. So <laughs> that becomes the focus instead of niching down to the people that to, to who you identify with, to, to who just feels right when you're having that conversation and you connect and they listen and they want to dive in and they want to do what you tell them to you know, do what you're telling them to do or do what you're guiding them to do or, or do what you're challenging them to do, whichever you know model you're using. Yeah. But they're taking action and they're doing stuff and they're paying you twice, three, four, five, ten times what <laughs> these these cheap people are paying you. And and you're getting so much better results for them because your communication is so much more natural and, and the conversations are so much better. And so uh, niche down, but don't niche into into something outside of you. The niche is here. <laughs> Oh my gosh, what you just said, gold, absolutely. And we know based on mindset shifts that we've had to make in our lives and and the shifts that I know are coming in the future. I mean, it doesn't stop. Right. Because here's what happens. Let me just 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 take let's just go through this this picture together. So you're you're walking up and you and you see a staircase with maybe three steps and then a wall. And so you're like, "Well, this is weird, but still, you take those three steps." And then when you get to the third step and not before, the door presents itself for you to open that door. And there's another three steps and a wall. So now you've been taught because we are teachable creatures that, oh, so all I have to do is actually take these steps and then another opportunity is going to present itself. Okay, I'll do that. And that's exactly the way it is. Just like with the niches that you talked about. I swear it's scary. I know it's scary. I know I've done it. Yes, you're right. You just take a client because they're paying you. And of course, we all do that. And every time I do, even now, I am always burned. Always. Every single time I'm burned because something doesn't work out. So there's a reason they really shouldn't be my client, but I took them anyway because I was kind of low on funds or I was kind of low and I was scared because I might not get that client. It doesn't matter. It, I'm always burned by it. There's something that doesn't work. So I know it's scary, but I'm going to tell you, this is something that uh, I say to myself every day and I have it written on my board right here next to me. Trust it works. Just trust it works. We wouldn't be, Robert and I wouldn't be sitting here saying it if we just kind of thought it up yesterday. <laughs> well, maybe. No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think you've probably said that a few times and uh, I do the exact same thing and it it's it's true. So just trust it works. Take those first couple steps, try it. And it, the reason it's scary, Robert, I really think it's because it means we have to put ourselves out there and actually commit to something we decide we might want. Hmm. And that's really scary. But I'm here to tell you, you don't have to commit for this to the rest of your life. It's but like it's so powerful. Yeah. That decision, that decision right there is so powerful. And and you don't have to be pregnant and fall down and break both your legs to make that decision. Please don't. <laughs> most most of us can do that without getting pregnant and breaking our legs. See? Yeah, you're you're way ahead of me. 
I, I I had to do that in order to, you know, bonk me in the head. No, I didn't actually bonk in the head. Please understand. The baby was totally fine. I had plenty of padding. Believe me, I landed on plenty of padding. The baby was fine. Uh, but yeah, don't don't be so hard headed like I am and just just trust it works. There's a reason we're all saying it. Oh, so let's let's dig a little deeper into that mentor conversation. Obviously, mm -hmm. mentors have been super helpful for you, you know, mentors in, in the bot academy and learning learning skills, but then also mentors within a mastermind and learning mindset and learning possibility. Um, I, I think for entrepreneurs that, that don't have a mentor, what would you tell them? Uh, find an accidental one. <laughs> okay. You really don't have to pay someone to be your mentor in the beginning, especially. Um, you could, I, I find, I remember the first mentor I hired and it was for a mastermind. Um, and her name is Jamie Masters. Uh, she's the host of Eventual Millionaire podcast. Amazing woman who absolutely told me like it was and just threw it right back in my face, just like I can throw it out. Um, but it really, if you, there are plenty of people who have podcasts like yours truly, uh, who basically, if you're listening to the, this podcast on a regular basis and you get golden nuggets that actually make you think differently about a subject, guess what? He's just become your mentor. Um, and you, you don't, of course I would, if you pay him, I'm sure he would be able to take you through in a much more detailed fashion and faster, but until you have to knock yourself in the head to realize that this investment in yourself and your business will pay more dividends faster than anything else can. Um, until you learn that and take those steps up that staircase and that door opens for you, uh, then use the mentors that you have all around you on the internet. The difficulty is going to be finding one and sticking with one. <laughs> and here's my piece of advice for that. If you, if Robert is your mentor and the, the information that he shares on this podcast and in his content, if you're on his email list or uh, any, and you're, you're watching his social media, wherever you are engaging in this, this person's brilliance, once you find one, maybe two at the most, but I would start with one. Once you find that one, I'm going to tell you something else that you're going to probably fight me tooth and nail not to do. You know, you're not going to want to do this. You're going to fight me on this, but I'm going to tell you this will impact your revenue more than anything else. Turn off all notifications, unsubscribe from all other stuff <laughs> and just focus on that one. And the reason is because when you respond to all those notifications, you have Facebook messenger notifications on your phone, you have Instagram notifications on your phone, you have, uh, God forbid, email, I hope you don't, but still, if you do, if you have any of those notifications, you know, the things, Twitter notifications, Pinterest, I don't care what you're talking about, guess what? You are taking your most valuable thing, which is not just time, it's your attention during that time, mm. and you are determining someone else's importance is going to take over for your valuable brain energy. So you're just responding to someone else's priority, not your own. So when you turn off all those notifications and you just drill down on the one thing you need to learn and you apply it, you will grow faster than I promise you any of the notifications you're going to get for so-and-so having an amazing 10-day challenge that you just have to be a part of when you really don't. That's so good. Or just that, that idea, right, of, of your attention during that time, you know, whether, it's, whether it's listening to a podcast, whether it's being present when you're, when you're in that mastermind and, and in that room, uh, it's, so, it's so important to, to be intentional about focus, right? Where your, where your focus goes, your energy flows. It's very clear. Yep. And I, and I love that you you want to give that mentor that attention, especially if you're paying them. I think that's the reason why high ticket mentors are worth the high ticket is because that forces people to say, well, I made a pretty big investment here. Maybe I ought to put my stupid phone away <laughs> and what a concept. Be, be in the room. But if you only spend a hundred bucks, and you're like, oh, it's only a hundred bucks. Then it, and then then they 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 don't take advantage. They don't dive in. They don't focus, and so of course they don't get the same results. 
No, please don't do that. Please don't <laughs> save your hundred bucks. If you're, if you're, I mean, just don't, don't fool yourself. You're just fooling yourself. Mm -hmm. um, many people do that. That's one of the reasons that online um, DIY courses don't work. <laughs> because a DIY course, uh, I'll tell you the statistics, less than 10% of the people who start a DIY course, an on-demand course, actually finish it. Well, it's really the, it's, it, they, they still keep calling it the self-help industry, but it's really the shelf help industry. And, and so much of it is purchased and stuck on a shelf, which is why coaching is so much more valuable because it forces action and it gives you presence, right? <laughs> on a, on a regular scheduled basis. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, my, my students know, so I have a high, I don't do DIY. Everything I, all my teaching, even if I teach people how to build chat bots, it's all done live. Mm. Well, first off, I have to, because this technology changes so Change. fast. I mean, yeah. come on. I would just have to re-record everything every two months. Right. So no, I do everything live. But beyond that, if you sign up with me, chatbot mom's going to find you if you don't show up. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go search you down. I'm going to bug you. You're going to feel really bad if you don't respond to my messages and say, Hey, you paid me. I don't like being paid without actually feeling like I gave you what you were worth, what, what I think it was worth. And then some, so yeah, don't, don't just leave people hanging. And most of the time people don't love that. So, so intentional. And so obviously you, you started out as a super mom, you started out, you know, you're, raising your kids at the same time as building a business and, and learning along the way. And so now you recognize and, and can help others understand the value of designing the life that you want and then building the business around it. I, you just hit right now where I am. So luckily both of my sons uh, are grown. They're 20 and 23 and um, again, that Parent Entrepreneur Power podcast that I had, my oldest son, that's how he became an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So when he was about 16, I was like, you know, this is getting tough for me to edit this podcast, produce this podcast, and also do the interviews and also try and make money in my work. Um, do you want to learn how to do this? And I'll pay you. And of course, like any other 16 year old, he's like, oh yeah, sure. <laughs> and so he learned how to do podcast production and he took over the production of that podcast. And when it came time to all of his friends were going out getting part-time jobs in between, you know, high school and college kind of thing, he's like, wow, what should I do? And I'm like, uh, duh, you, you've got something you've already done. All you got to do is offer it to somebody else, other people. And so he did. And now he's uh, 23 and got an amazing podcast production business. And so pretty good, yeah, pretty good timing with 2020, 2021. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to tell you. Uh, yeah, he's doing and he has his own podcast. And he's, you know, he talks about mindset as well. The fact that he was much more a wallflower and more introvert and, and basically podcasting has helped him find his voice person, you know, mm. really specifically and come out of his shell and be comfortable with who he is and being able to carry on a conversation with most people who are adults that are usually twice his age. So, uh, you know, they all look at him and say, you're, you're how old? <laughs> um, and so, you know, it really has helped him dramatically, but in, in what you were just talking about is designing your life. That's exactly what he says. Um, he's like, I saw my mom was home all the time. And I got to come home from school and she was here and then she would work and I, she'd still be here. And I could, I mean, she could work in her pajamas if she wanted to, she didn't have to go anywhere. She didn't have to commute. And all my friends had to go to after school care because their parents were, were off working somewhere else. And he's like, huh, which would I prefer? And uh, so he designed his life to allow him to, you know, he definitely works in his pajamas. <laughs> And he learned very well, you know, that all you got to do is make sure from the top up looks good. <laughs> and, um, but now my life I'm designing, my husband just uh, shut down his tax practice. He was a, a tax uh, consultant, tax preparer, and that's crazy life. I was a tax widow all every tax season for the last 30 years. And, um, and so he, he's just stopped that. And so now he's home all the time. And now we have opportunities to travel anywhere we want, anytime we want, and live anywhere we want, anytime we want. Because all of my work takes place online. 
And uh, that's truly designing. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to tell you I'm going to go on a beach and work on my laptop and all No, I'm, I would like to stay clean and focused when I'm working. And I'd rather have the beach be fun time and work be, you know, focused time. Um, but I am going to say that if I want to go, you know, travel to Europe and live in Italy for three months um, and work at the same time and, you know, go out and, and do fun things, I can do that. And that's the life I'm designing for myself in the process of getting my Italian citizenship so that I can become an EU citizen as well and travel anywhere in the EU I want. Ah, it's terrific. And, and the truth is, if you want to design your business and you want to do business from the beach, you can do that. That's right. That's the, that's the freedom. But it, the choice is choose the lifestyle that you want. Choose the life that you want and then design the, design the business to support it, not the Absolutely. other way around. Don't Absolutely. become a slave to your business. Don't become a slave to your job because you have the choice to design it, to do what you want to do, but you got to know what you want to do before it starts. Cause otherwise the business will take over yeah. and, and it'll yeah. become the monster on your back that you hate just as much as you hated the job. That's right. And it, it doesn't, and, and you don't have to the first time out of the gate. I know lots of people who have a perfectionist mindset. I right here talking to you. Um, and so you, it doesn't mean that you have to be perfect and decide on exactly what you're going to do for the entire rest of your life today, right now. I don't think an 18 year old can do that. So why do we ask them to do that to figure out where they're going to go to college? But that's I another don't think us 50 year olds can do that. So we can't. So I'm not going to ask my 18 year old to do it or actually 16 year old because they start figuring out college in, when they're before they're juniors, when they're sophomores even. And so just start. Just take that first step of those first three steps of that staircase that I showed you a little bit ago. Just take the step. Pick one. It doesn't mean it has to be perfect. It doesn't mean that it's it's going to be what you're going to do for the rest of your life. And I promise you, the time that you take to figure that out, the process you use, the mindset shifts you have to take in order to pick one and do it for any length of time will not be a waste. Because whatever you learn during that process, you will be able to then apply to the next one that'll probably be closer. Remember me, 19 years, okay? 19 years. The first 14 was, was doing that, starting in one way and going, ooh, shiny, over here. Let me check that out. I, I 14 years of it, please. I, I really hope you don't do 14 years. Find a mentor that will stop you from doing that in 14 years <laughs> and do it in maybe one, right? Uh, but if you do... You will be further, you will be closer to whatever goals of a life you want to live than if you just sat and thought about it some more. Oh, Mary Catherine, that's just so powerful. And the step illustration is so, so good. The, the challenge is they want to design all 10 steps. They think I got to have all 10 steps. And, and oh, they, they, they've got notebooks full of step by step by step. And they've making this huge plan. And then they take step one. And the world punches them in the face. Yes. And, and then they step stop. two is going to be completely different. And you have to throw everything away. And, and that's the challenge is you can't learn what step two, three, and four are until you take step one. And then you're like, oh, step two is really this. It's not what I thought it was. Because how can it be? You've never been on step one before. So right. how in the world are you expected to know what step two is going to be? And yet, and yet people try to figure out step 10 and step 99 and step 100 before oh, yeah. they ever start. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. Okay. I'm, you're talking to a gal who tries to teach techies and techies have to know everything about one part of one thing before they can make any move. So yes, that is the biggest obstacle is they have to know it all. And usually they have to know it all before they can talk to anyone about it. And of course, guess what? you have to do in order to sell. You got to talk to people about it. So if you don't, if you don't know every single piece and every single step from A to Z and you don't know it all and, but, and you're not going to talk to anyone until you do know it all, you will never know it all because guess what? Step B just changed two minutes ago. And so now you think you have it all to step Z and now you got to go back and start back at step B again. It's never, you're never going to know it all with the speed of what we're doing these days. If there's one thing you need to do, it's drop that assumption that you have to know everything about something before you can start talking about it. 
Believe me, if you are diving into a world, any world, I don't care if it's coaching, I don't care if it's tech, I don't care if it's email marketing, um, I don't care if it's website design, I don't care if it's speaking, whatever it is you're doing, okay? Admin assistant, you're starting your own VA agency, awesome. The, the things you do in your day-to-day -day life will change. But if you start talking to people about it and you understand lots of those pieces of whatever it is you need to do in your business, if you understand them, all you have to do is understand them at least three to four steps ahead of anyone you might sell your services to. That's all. Three to four steps ahead of them. If I'm going to try and figure out how to use Gmail, oh my God, please, please save me. Somebody take my Gmail, please. I mean, if you know a lot about Gmail and you've played with it and you figure out and you understand how to integrate other accounts in there and, and, and have them you know, send messages from different accounts or, you know, you, you figured out how to stop things from going into the promotions folder and all this kind of stuff. Well, somebody like me, you're, you're way ahead of me. So you could easily sell your services to someone like me. So powerful. Yeah. And you, and the, the challenge is so many people, it's just an excuse for procrastination. Yeah. It's just it's an scary. excuse to not take action. Yeah. And and you you talked about that intentionality of just just do it just you just have to do it take action and and the decision right everybody can make a decision i'm going to do this that's huge it's powerful but until you take the first step you're making yeah. excuses and i know it's scary it's very very scary to do anything new uh, especially if you've never done it i i talked about this i i had this realization this last weekend um cuz nobody modeled entrepreneurship for me I, I had no one in my life, no, when I was growing up, no one modeled it. Uh, so I didn't have a model to look up to. I had to, I started my first business when I was 40 already. So, you know, <laughs> I, I started way later. And if I think God can give my, my 20 and 23 year old a, an advantage of saving 20 years, uh, that I'm, I'm happy. But if, if no one modeled these things for you, then find someone and start modeling it for yourself. Because I guarantee you, there are people coming up that who are looking up to you, whether it's your kids, your grandkids, your cousins, your friends, your coworkers, other people are looking to you. And if you can model it for yourself, model these steps, model doing something, even when you're afraid, especially when you're afraid, doing it anyway, you're not going to die. It's just Gmail, right? I mean... It's not your chatbot. <laughs> it's just a chatbot. It's not going to reach through the computer and grab you. It's it's not. You're fine. But still, if you can do it afraid, there are other people are going to see that, and you're you're basically uh, accidentally modeling it for others. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't want to put pressure on you and make you think that you have to be perfect because somebody <laughs> might be looking at you. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about they're going to see when things change. They're not going to see all the it, all the scary stuff and weird stuff and the things that when you wake up and your website's gone, you have no idea why it's gone, right? I believe me, these are things that are normal. I've had these happen a couple of times, so it's okay. Things are going to happen like that, but you're not going to go out onto the internet and blast. Oh, you know, guess what? I was stupid and I forgot to you know pay my my yearly um, domain registration fee. Okay, you're not going to do that. But you're going to go and, and once things get changed, you're going to talk about how it worked and what you did. And people are going to model that. So if you didn't have anyone who modeled it for you, you be the model. Mm, that's so good. All right. You, you mentioned a few impacts of, of hosting your podcast and, and, and the power of, of the podcast. What, what other things did the podcast create? Uh, they just created conversations and opportunities. Uh, it really... I love talking, as you can tell. Um, so it was it was just a natural format. Um, I'm doing a new podcast with this whole mischief framework, right? I'm talking about becoming a CEO mischief maker. And so I'm starting this new podcast and I'm being much more, when you, you use this word intentional, which is really a powerful word, I'm, I'm much more intentional about this podcast. It has a very specific structure. Whereas all my other, I did two other podcasts and now this parent entrepreneur power, my son is actually hosting this with me because that's what we're talking about is helping parents understand that they can model entrepreneurship for their kids mm -hmm. and so give their kids good. that opportunity. Yeah. So it's, it's really a blast. So the other two podcasts I did were just really conversations. Here's the topic 
and here's the conversation and we just chat. This one is going to be much more intentional and it's going to be very specific around three key topics. So I think it's even going to be more um, impactful in my life and the lives of the listeners because when they come in, they're going to know these are the things we're talking about specifically. So they're going to walk away with specific uh, skills or mindset shifts or impact and in, and uh, innovation ideas than they had before they listened. And um, it's it's just it's just being intentional with the conversations. But truly, podcasting is one of the best things in the world because I get to have conversations with people like yourself. Oh, and I we- I agree. It's <sighs> uh it's one of the coolest things in the world, and and obviously like the connections it, that it it's it's created, um, and opportunities to sit and ask somebody questions for an hour who would probably not even ever take my phone call, or or come to a group session. Yeah, hey. You know, would you come to my group session and 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 share with my group? No, or who are you? Thousand dollars or whatever, you know. But yeah. would you be on my podcast for an hour and let me ask you all the same questions? Oh, I'd love to. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the it's the craziest, coolest thing that that just yeah creates so much connection, so much opportunity, and and of course, I believe is going to create long lasting impact because the, these shows are out there and. And they're permanent and they're, you know, and so people that follow through and, and continue to be consistent um, with, with quality content are going to leave a pretty lasting impact in, in the world. Yes, absolutely. So exciting. I I agree. All right. So obviously raising boys, how important was play and fun? Oh, come on. I mean, that's really, um, (laughs) The, the one thing that, uh, fi- so uh, with my whole situation with breaking my legs and, and having casts and having this huge baby hotel in front of me, um, and not being able to do anything, I couldn't, I couldn't take a shower. I couldn't take a bath. Um, I couldn't, you know, stand in front of the stove long enough to make dinner, let alone do dishes. Um, so it, it was for this type a hard charging person that I am, uh, it basically was a slap across the face and I was quite depressed. I had never been depressed in my life, but I really found myself sitting and just wallowing in uh, how terrible my life was until one day my three-year-old at the time looked up at me and was like, hey, mommy, come play cars with me, which I did all the time. And I looked at him and went, ah, are you kidding? I snapped. How, how do you expect me to go play like this? And the look on his face was just the thing that finally snapped me out of that whole fog and made me say, oh, yeah, okay. You know, I'm not permanently disabled. I'm not a woman who lives in the Middle East. I can do something and I better do it. Otherwise, I'm going to get stuck this way. And so I got down on my knees on the floor and rolled the big hotel over and just sat on my behind and played cars. And uh, play is, again, mischief. If you don't bring your personality to it, if you don't have fun, then how are you spending your time? Because it's, again, it's not just the time. It's what your what you, your brain brings to that time. The time can pass the same. You can sit and binge on Netflix, or you can actually write a book. Or you can sit and mindlessly scroll Instagram reels, or you can actually go have a, an, a, an impactful conversation with someone or play with your kids or go to the park or just take a hike, right? I don't care. It's what you focus on during that time that matters, not just the time itself, because it'll pass whether you enjoy it or not. So why not enjoy it? There's no stop button. Oh, there is, but we don't want to rush there. <laughs> once once you hit the stop button, there's no, it's yeah, there's no you other. You can't turn it back on. You can't start it back up. Sorry, there's no, you know, jumper cables for this thing. <laughs> so, mindsets come up a, a lot and obviously you 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 continue to grow. I think mindset issues are are, are a constant process of changing our thinking and and correcting ourselves and and challenging ourselves. Um, how have routines helped you in in your mindset? I'm still working on routines. See, that's that's one of the things that uh, being the um, 
rebellious person that I also am, uh, anytime anybody tries to tell me I have to do something, I am going to do the opposite. And I mean, that's how I got married. I'm sorry. I'm going to be honest. My parents told me, no, you can't see this guy. I'm like, yeah, watch me. Uh, and I married him. Thank God. It must have been a good choice because we're still married 39 years later. But uh, still, that's not the best way to be a, um, you know, a, a mature adult. <laughs> so I've, I've tried to, you know, tackle some of that a little bit. But it's really habits or things that we do on a regular basis are vital. And I'm still creating some of them. I definitely have a, not necessarily a, um, a um, um, meditation habit, but I have more of a reminder to myself. Mm. So for me, I, and it's just in my own head because I've had to deal with this so many times. I, you know, I'll go down the rabbit hole of that whole conversation with myself, right? You're, well, that was stupid. Well, if you said this differently, well, then they would have probably said this and then, then this could have happened. And then you would have said that, right? All that conversation that is absolutely nutty for me because nothing will change. I'm just going over it and over it and over it. And that's perfect for insanity. Um, so I, I've just caught that faster through meditation. So I've done meditation. I've looked internally and went, okay, I was born um, able. I, I was born good enough. Everything I bring is perfect to that moment to bring it. So all this other stuff is uh, just distractions mm. and stopping me from doing the scary stuff really, to be honest. So more and more I do that, the more I do meditation, the more I do inner work, the, the faster I catch myself in those processes. Um, the thing I'm doing right now is, uh, is create, trying to create the habits around movement and around exercise. Um, that's one of the hardest that I've had to tackle. And again, I looked at this this weekend, I haven't had anyone to model any of these things. Mm. So I have to really look at myself and go, dang, woman, you've done a lot with nobody. And I, you know, just, this isn't me being arrogant. This is just me looking at myself saying, Hey, acknowledge what you've done. Acknowledge the, the beauty that you've brought to yourself. I didn't have a, an, a model for entrepreneurship or success. I didn't have a model for parenting. My, that was not a good model I had. I didn't have a, mo a good model for relationships and marriage. Um, I didn't even have a model to go to college. I was the first in my family to, to attend college and graduate. Um, and still to this day, and I'm 50, I'm going to be 59 this year. So none of my siblings, none of my cousins, none of uh, my nieces, nephews, none of them have, have gone to college. So I didn't have any of these models. Uh, but I think maybe it's that stubbornness that probably kicked in anyway. <laughs> but no, I, you know, you have to. And, and so this mindset issue to try and create these habits, the next habit I'm going to tackle with that mindset is regular exercise. Uh, because I know it impacts my life so drastically. Food, I'm not a worry about. I food is an is not an issue. I have a that's my degree, nutrition and food science. So I I know about food, um, and I eat very very well. But movement, get me out of bed, you know, when it's cold outside, I'm <laughs> I'm a total wimp. And so then I have to look at and go, why are you letting a temporary feeling impact you permanently? Oh, so powerful. Right? <laughs> the it's stories we tell ourselves are so powerful. Change ridiculous. the story, change your life. It's ridiculous. A temporary feeling. I don't feel like it. I'm feeling tired. Well, who cares how you're feeling? Get your butt out of bed and go. <laughs> I'm Absolutely. sorry. <laughs> All right, Mary Catherine, what's the big dream? Oh, um, my big dream right now is um, moving to Europe and uh, visiting all my students all over the place and also... Um, turning my business into a recurring revenue machine for myself and my students. Many of the technologies that I'm exposed to, we can turn into SaaS products, software as a service. And um, my goal in the next six months is for this one piece of my business to reach $50,000 a month. And uh, it is completely realistic, completely doable. And my students are doing the same thing. And it is just so flipping amazing. And we're impacting so many lives with these softwares. It's not just fluffy stuff, right? It's actually, it's actually um, automations that solve manual problems and save so much time. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, that's the big dream. 
continue with that SaaS side of the business and travel and um, probably spend uh, summers in Norway and winters in Italy. And I'm uh, I'm good until the until the kids have kids. If they ever have kids, I, I'm I'm right there. Whether they want me or not, I'll be living next door or in the <laughs> attic. I don't care. <laughs> Mary Catherine, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been such a great conversation. I appreciate you taking the time and, and sharing so much value. Robert, thank you so much for inviting me and for keeping this conversation going very well. You have done an incredible job steering the conversation to provide as much value as possible. And I thank you. If you enjoyed the show, please like, subscribe, or leave a review. We have a free gift for you at addvaluemindset.com. That's A-D-D value mindset. We've collected some of the best mindset secrets shared by successful entrepreneurs on our podcast, and we want to give them to you for free. ADDValueMindset.com. In our next episode, Evans Putnam and Robert talk about his journey from personal trainer to online fitness to e-commerce and eventually working to produce a huge podcast that generated millions in revenue. Today, he helps entrepreneurs use podcasts as sales funnels for high-ticket clients.